Welcome to Finest Work Songs. My name is Matt. My name is also Matt. We are back with another hot take. Welcome <laughs> oh, to Hot Takes. Yeah, I hope y'all are sitting down for this one. Yeah. TLC is great. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty good. <laughs> Matt, for anyone who's just joining us, what is it we do here on Finest Work Songs? On Finest Work Songs, we love to just talk about great albums. Sometimes it's an, an album that Matt and I both universally agree is a great classic album. Sometimes it's one that one of us wants to convince the other that they should like or maybe it's, it's something that's kind of outside the realm of acceptance and popularity and maybe something that's flown under the radar but over time has grown to be a great loved album so we just really love to talk great music here on finest work songs this podcast is about the music, but it's for the fans. That's right. A lot of you are really good at engaging with us, whether it's social media or via our Gmail account, finestworksongs at gmail.com. And sometimes we read some of these emails on the show in a little segment we call Kenny Gmail. This one comes from Nevada Gravito at Hotmail.com. Nevada Gravito. And Nevada writes, thanks for discussing your ideas. The one thing is that scholars have a selection between federal government student loan and also a private education loan, where it's easier to opt for student loan debt consolidation reduction than through the federal student loan. Which okay. Is, which is a really good point. That um, is the option. Is it Nevada as in the state? It is Nevada. If you want financial advice, you're going to Nevada. A1. That's where I'm going first. A1. <laughs> Nevada. Does Nevada have a website? Uh, yes. www.hairstylesvip.com. You know you don't have to still say the www. I, I, know. I, I like saying the www. Right. It makes it official. All right. Let me look it up. It's https <laughs> colon hairstylesvip.com. Hairstylesvip. It filled like itself in. Oh. This is not good. That's probably because it's one we've done before, man. Yeah, it might be. Let's see what's in the men's section. Oh, wow. 15 lit faux hawk fade haircuts for guys. <laughs> Let's see what's going on with the faux hawks. I have been looking for a new lit look, though. All right, Matt's got some good options here for some lit faux hawks. Yeah, okay. <laughs> are those are those like dyed lit faux hawks? Is there some color to them or what lit means cool man well i know lit means cool but i mean like what level of cool are we talking <laughs> oh yeah they're all yeah. over the map okay yeah yeah will you bookmark that for me yeah, yeah i want to check that out when, when we get off the show well thanks nevada for the financial guidance when it comes to student loans this one comes from tara at coreychemists.com tara writes does anybody know whether Best Vapes Vape Store based in 1408 El Camino Road offers e-liquid made by Space Jam? Made in USA e-liquid. <laughs> I do not know that, but I love the fact that there's a e-liquid called Space Jam Made in USA. Like the, the movie? Are we talking like the Michael Jordan Space Jam? Or the LeBron? Or the LeBron? That's a really good question. What's I mean, the address? It's wiki.goldcointalk.org. I'm sure it's legit. Welcome to the Gold Coin Wiki. Gold Coin is this the thing like you know our hey, parents? Hey, the, the world's get, gonna end. Uh, current, you know, American currency is not gonna work anymore. So put it in gold. Put it in gold. I don't know what it is, Matt, but I could tell you what it does represent. What's that? Economic freedom to eight billion people worldwide. There you go. <laughs> are people who are generally predisposed to want to invest in and save their gold? Do they all vape? Is that, mm. is that what's going on here? Can we make that assumption? Man, if you make that gold. You're making that coin. So that you can vape all day. Oh, I bet that's what it is. Yeah. 
just sitting around vaping. Finest work fans love vaping, man. man we, we always get some. <laughs> I don't know what it is about our show and vaping. And thanks to our sponsor, yeah, vaping, Space Jam, <laughs> E Liquid. Whether you're interested in in our thoughts on vaping or e-commerce and hairstyles and beauty tips, whatever it is, we just always appreciate the the emails that come from the Finest Work fans. So keep them coming, finestworksongs at gmail dot com, and who knows, maybe we'll read one of your emails in a future. Kenny Gmail segment. As we mentioned today, we are going to be covering the greatest selling girl group of all time. Yep. Their 1995 release, Crazy Sexy Cool by TLC. Oh, it got hot in here. Yeah, it's hot in here. Yeah. <laughs> got to open up a window. <laughs> <laughs> all right, before we get into crazy sexy cool we always like to start with our memories matt what is your memory of tlc i don't necessarily have a specific memory about this album or anything like that i do remember being in college and going to parties a lot of these songs would come on creep and waterfalls i mean so you're at the party college matt cargo shorts in the corner Holding my Coca-Cola. What kind of t-shirt were you wearing? Metallica? Smith's? Let's see. I probably would have had, would have been rocking like my, my Midnight Oil t-shirt and cargo shorts. Yep. And were you doing a hacky sack? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> Rain I mean, stick? I, uh, yeah, I mean, sometimes at the same time. But I would have been definitely like in the corner watching everyone else like in the middle of the living room dancing. Mm. Until Waterfalls comes on and they're oh, like... Then I'm like, oh, it's on. This is it. The things we've talked about of, of high school Matt, yeah, they kind of transferred over to college Matt too. Some people like go to college and it's almost like a reinvention of themselves and not so much for me. And I knew a lot of people immediately going into college because some friends I grew up with were a year or two older than me. So when I got to college, I kind of fell in with a lot of the same folks. Did you do a random roommate? I did not. I knew my roommate from Don. Nice. Yes. Yep. You guys hang up a Benson Mule Days oh, poster man. on the wall? Yeah, you know it. <laughs> <laughs> Again, listeners, <laughs> Matt grew up at Dunn. Small town next to Benson. Mm-hmm. Is there any kind of rivalry between Benson I don't and think Dunn? so. I mean, I think they tend to coexist pretty well. Symbiotic. They got the mules. They needed us to come over and look at, look at the mules. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I knew my freshman roommate too, yeah, which was great. But then when I transferred, I had a random assigned roommate. Mm. How'd, that, how'd that work out? It was great. Good, Good guy. Yeah. Okay. All right. So what, what is your memory of TLC? Crazy, sexy, cool. A while back, my uncle and I were traipsing through the forest. We came upon this group. It was a Native American mm-hmm. who was guiding these two white women through the forest. So we were going to this uh, British fort. This was at a time there was a skirmish between the British and the French sure. on, on U.S. property. I don't know if you remember this. But anyway... We tried to help them through, and we found out that one of the scouts that was helping them was actually from a Native American tribe that was aligned with the <laughs> the French. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. What year was this? Uh, yeah. 70s. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 70s were crazy. Yeah, oh, man. Then that Native American was going to get the French and come back and attack us, and mm. we swore to protect these women. And meanwhile, I was falling in love with one of them, mm. right? Yep. We were outmanned. Probably not going to make it, but she and I fell in love along the way. The French troops were coming, and we were we were behind this big waterfall. She's like, don't leave. I was like, you know, whatever you do, wherever you go, I will find you. I will find you, you know. She's like, here at the waterfall? Like, should I stay? I'm like, no, go. I will find you, you know, and I kind of repeated my yeah, whole yeah. passionate speech. Sure. Like, 
water. Oh, and, man. Yeah. Sounds romantic. <laughs> it was. <laughs> She's like, why don't we just meet back here at this waterfall? And I was like, no, there's hundreds of waterfalls. Like, don't go chasing waterfalls. Oh, yeah, yeah, gotcha. Good advice. Just go. I will find you. And then my uncle kind of steps in and goes, I beg your pardon. <laughs> I don't mean to... Uh, get in the middle of this beautiful yeah. romantic moment right. with all the water and such yeah. but i couldn't help but over here because you were yelling about chasing waterfalls i thought you were referring to that dank new track <laughs> waterfalls by tlc destined to become the most successful girl group in u.s history so then he gave me a cd and <laughs> wow just really got into not just waterfalls but all of crazy sexy cool yeah anyway i never found her again you got so in, into the album yeah just like what like, was i doing again don't know what happened to her yeah, whatever her name was last of the mohicans wasn't that filmed western north carolina uh, chimney there, rock area there it is yep. listeners matt always <laughs> finds a way to tie it back to north carolina i yep. helped you out this time he did that was like a softball that movie was slow. There were several slow movies at that time that Dances I liked. With Dances with Wolves stuff like that. And we would watch Last Mohicans at college, though, regularly. Probably because the girls that we hung out with really liked it. Hey, man, drink every time there's 15 seconds of silence. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to the music. Crazy Sexy Cool begins with an interlude. I want to let it just keep going because it yep. goes right into creep. But yep. We got to stop and recognize Fife Dog. Fife Dog, yeah. From Tribe Called Quest. Matt, I know that you're not often a fan of like the skits mm-hmm. we've talked about on, mm-hmm. on albums, and I'm not a huge fan either. Yep. But what's your thought with this beginning? At first, it kind of struck me as odd that TLC, all female group album, mm-hmm. and here's fife dog yes yeah. <laughs> kicking it off but this one's actually kind of grown on me because it again as someone who you know, knew of tlc but didn't know a ton about them really it's given you an, an introduction to to who these these three ladies are i also again not being super familiar with this album i didn't realize how many tremendous people participated on this so album. many people megastars future megastars and we won't listen to all the interludes but right. we got busta rhymes a friend of mine, Q, who I also grew up with, went to high school with, went to college with, he and his family recently bought a new house and they started doing like a monthly cleaning service. You know, have someone come in and just kind of do some dusting and you do yeah, some... we know what cleaning services do. <laughs> you know, some vacuuming. Okay, you, uh, and what else? Have you heard of these, these vacuums? <laughs> Maybe they'll, they'll whitewash the windows. Um, what else do they clean? Do they wash the dog mat? They do not wash and the dog. And the car? They, they, they draw the line. Just at, house. Just house. Okay. And, just, and just the inside house. They don't. It's not power Got washing. It. It's the inside <laughs> interior cleaning. Yes, they do all that. Okay. But the name of the service, he sent me a picture of the business card, is Dusta Rhymes. <laughs> 
<laughs> yep. I love it. There's often puns with cleaning services yes, or, or lawn services or, or, or salons. Or salons. And uh, I, I cut above. The Duster Rhymes Duster is really Rhymes. good. That's pretty good. Thanks to our sponsor, Duster Rhymes. Duster Actually, I have no problem putting their name out there. Yeah, if you're, right. If you're a cleaning service called Duster Rhymes, <laughs> you should get hired. Let's jump in. So that's a cool intro. Mm-hmm. We heard where it goes into creep. In fact, I'm going to back up a little bit to where he raps microphone, and then we're going to go into the first track on the album, Creep. Released on Halloween. Ooh, that's why it's so creepy. <laughs> Such a creepy vibe. <laughs> 1994. <laughs> Their first number one hit on the Billboard Hot 100. It knocked off Boys to Men on Bended Knee. Mm. Meanwhile, multiple weeks stuck at number three was Another Night by Real McCoy. Do you remember that? Another Night. Is that what that is? Yeah. Oh, I hope not. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. I'm sure everyone totally knew what I was humming and singing there, and so you probably don't even need to look it up. Oh, jeez. Oh, gosh. That was kind of the beginning of that sound, wasn't it? I think it was. That wasn't at the end. Yeah. That was the whole... What is love? That's what it reminds me of. Uh Uh-huh. That stuff was gross. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So back to creep. Anybody who knocks boys to men off Man. the n- number one is impressive. That seems to be almost like the benchmark of power and greatness that we, we tend to use in this era. It's like, this is how good it was. It knocked off boys to men. Yeah, exactly. All right. TLC, mm-hmm. T-Boz, T-Boz, Chili, mm-hmm. and Left Eye. The beginning of the group is another woman who's not in the band. Crystal Jones Okay, started the group recruited auditioned t-boz mm-hmm. and left eye and so it's the three of them tlc 
and it was their initials. Crystal yep. was the C. Mm-hmm. So then they got in with Pebbles. Do you remember Pebbles? Yeah, yeah I do remember what, Pebbles. What did Pebbles sing? Something about a car. Was Pebbles the Mercedes song? Pebbles. Pebbles. Her name was Pebbles. Yeah, I remember Pebbles. Let's see here. Mercedes boy. Yep. Mercedes boy. <laughs> Is that a Mercedes? That's an old Mercedes. <laughs> yeah. There we go. This takes you back. This does. Let's hear it for the boy. <laughs> that that little like keyboard bass yeah. totally has that eighties. Uh-huh. This takes me back to the skating rink. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so that's who we're dealing with. That's the level of, of greatness. Pebbles and Pebbles. her husband, L.A. L.A. Reed. They brought in TLC mm-hmm. and said, Crystal's got to go. Oh, wow. <laughs> Poor Crystal. She formed the group. Formed the group. Jeez. And then got kicked out. So she's like the Pete Best of TLC. So then they found Chili, mm-hmm. who was a backup dancer. They're and, like, your name starts with a C. You're in. Well, yeah, that's where the nickname came in. Her name's not Chili. It's something else. <laughs> oh, that's not her. her <laughs> it's given, Rosanda Thomas. That's not her birth name. Yeah. Just Chili. That's how they formed. That's the, the origin story of TLC. Yeah. She had to have a name, a nickname with a C. I wonder what the other options were. Yeah, because Chili like, isn't that great. No. I mean, it's like... Cheese it Cookie. <laughs> cookie. <candy>. Cheese it <laughs> Cheetos. <laughs> Why is it all food? <laughs> I mean, I'm hungry, man. <laughs> I mean, her name's Chili. Yeah. It's her fault. That's true. Charcuterie. <laughs> Charcuterie. Also on the record label was Babyface. Okay. It was called La Face Records. L.A. <laughs> ah. And Face. Yeah. yeah. I get it. All right. So 1991, T-Boz and Left Eye, they signed production deals, management, and publishing with Pebitone. <laughs> <laughs> Pebitone. Yeah. Pebbles and... LA's record label, Pebitone. Oh, uh, it's too bad. I was hoping it was Pebbles and Tone Luke. Oh, yeah. That would have been awesome. That'd be a collaboration. That would be. That's going to come back to haunt them later. Sure. So they recorded their first album. You may remember, Ain't Too Proud to Beg. Mm-hmm. They referred to TLC as New Jill Swing. Oh, because I like it, that. Yeah, it had that new Jack Swing yep. vibe, but then they got away from it, right? Mm-hmm. They made it big mm-hmm. and got in for Crazy Sexy School. <laughs> That was the name of my alma mater. (laughs) So they go back in the studio. They're in the studio with Dallas Austin. Mm -hmm. That's the name of the (laughs) producer. Dallas Austin. Austin. Yeah. His middle name is like... San Antonio. (laughs) (laughs) If your last name is Austin, do you name your kid Dallas? That's so Texas right there. My last name is Austin. I'm probably naming my kid Stone Cold Steve. That's good. Dallas Austin. If he hadn't been a producer, he would have played high school football on friday night lights <laughs> uh babyface yep and jermaine dupree nice also joining in on crazy sexy school was organized noise okay. there's the production yep. crew mm-hmm. behind outcast they worked with outcast in the dungeon okay there in atlanta and uh sean puffy combs nice. that's a little backstory yep on creep according to t-boz it dealt with her experience with infidelity mm-hmm. basically saying like if your man's not paying attention to you cheat on him right to get his attention yep <laughs> exactly <laughs> if he's gonna creep on you you creep on him left eye not really opposed it i didn't know that until researching for this and it's interesting that 
they had such conflicting perspectives on it. On one hand, I look at it, a lot of music of this time was pretty masochistic and dismissing female perspective. And so I could see T-Boz coming at it from, I'm flipping the script. This is empowering. This is saying, uh, I'm going to take the power back. It's interesting that Left Eye had an issue with it, but I also see where she's coming from too. It's like, that's not the way you handle it. Yeah, you leave. That That was her thing. It's like, we don't tell them to go do that. You just tell them to get out of there. Right. Which is interesting too, because Left Eye had a troubled, abusive Mm -hmm. relationship from Andre Risen. Right. Atlanta Falcons star. Yep. Mm-hmm. And this is after she had reported him, but that it was, uh, that it wouldn't really taken that seriously. Mm-hmm. She's seen as the crazy one. Oh, she burned his house down. Like that's the narrative. Yep. Like they yep. had a contentious relationship and she burned his house down. And mm-hmm. it's like, no, she called the police multiple times from all accounts. They looked the other way. Yeah. And so you got to wonder if for left eye, something behind that of like, this is serious. You can't have women being in unhealthy relationships. It's not as simple as like, oh, we're going to just look the other way and do our own thing and, and yeah. try and coexist. Like you've got to address this head on in some way. Yeah. But then, you know, it's also extremely difficult to just remove yourself from relationships like that too when you're deep in it yep like most of the tracks on this album matt was written by man dallas austin the old star of texas <laughs> dallas austin <laughs> there was a stretch there where there were quite a few hit songs called creep radiohead stuntable pilots mm-hmm. tlc there's a song by the fall from the 80s i remember the fall you do remember of the metal i couldn't tell you anything they did so this is the original creep mm, i see the influence <laughs> so i creep yeah <laughs> this feels this like this like re- horatio sands the christmas <laughs> I wish it was Christmas today. Yeah. I wish it was Christmas today. That's what we're here for, folks. That's right. We go down the rabbit holes for you. (laughs) But you had like a span of like a a year and a half. You had three songs called Creep that were all like big hits. If you're going to rank those three, I mean, Stone Temple Pilots Creep is the the easy third ranked one on that. TLC is number one. And then Radiohead. Yep. And you know how we feel about Radiohead. Yeah, but right. Aside from the chunk chunk, yeah, like that's right. <laughs> that's the best part of that song. Right. But yeah. In terms of a song, like mm-hmm. yeah. So Creep was number one for four consecutive weeks until Madonna's "Take a Bow" really became number one. Yeah. Interesting. Madonna has not aged well, and I don't mean that physically. I mean like <laughs> Madonna's music has not <laughs> aged well. There's not the same reverence for Madonna that you see for mm-hmm. female artists in the 80s that's true. That's like a tina turner mm-hmm. or even cindy lauper mm-hmm. whitney houston obviously right and i feel like Madonna- she's like the roseanne bar <laughs> of music like was big and people liked the kind of crassness and sassiness of her. yeah but yeah. now it's not like people are like play madonna for my kids that's true i mean i do think she explored different sounds part of that is when you've been around for 40 years mm-hmm. unless you're acdc you kind of reinvent yourself and try new things but i think she probably a little bit after this era tried some things that were pretty interesting and but they just weren't 
pop centric they weren't no you're right big hits real down into dance and dance and almost uh, disco type yeah yeah and some of that was actually kind of cool but yeah you're right you, you don't have that reverence for her like you do we talked about that with films. lionel richie on top of the world but kind yeah. of forgotten right i was watching the video the other day mm-hmm. matt this is the one with the pajamas okay silk pajamas which is a huge step from the first album where they've got like the baggy shorts yeah. and you know it was more just like that new jill swing <laughs> new jill swing fun in the neighborhood mm-hmm. vibe and then you've got them in these silk pajamas and some dude with a trumpet <laughs> some hot guy who clearly didn't play the trumpet <laughs> right. the way he held it it's like when an actor holds a guitar <laughs> right Oh, okay, here we go. After the video's release, the pajamas created a fashion stir. Hmm. The group intended to create a low-price fashion line called Creepwear. <laughs> <laughs> but they didn't. Was it just pajamas? A line of pajamas? Yeah, I wonder. Silk pajamas? Yeah, maybe. Rip-away pajamas for easy <laughs> creeping? Oh, jeez. Strong start yeah. to crazy sexy... <laughs> Why do I keep saying, talking about crazy, sexy school? <laughs> I think that subconscious All coming right. out there. This is another one of their singles, Digging on You. This seems like a much more pleasant little flirty love song. Yeah. You know, versus Creep, where you're cheating behind everyone's back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the songs are not lyrically radio friendly. Right. Or parent friendly. Right. <laughs> but this one is, yeah, yeah, it's pretty flirtatious and fun. You're having a Kool-Aid and it's very innocent. One writer described it as having a Jeep beat. With a streetwise vibe. There you go. That's a good writer right that there. That is a good writer. Did you write that? Yeah. <laughs> Matt, you've got a Jeep. What do you think of when you think of Jeep songs or Jeep bands? So you're thinking like top off, wind blowing kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could see that freaking Life is a Highway. Oh, That's gosh. A song. Yeah. yeah. Which, I grew up in Virginia Beach. And so I think about the guys that had Jeeps are like soccer players. Yeah, yeah. And they were always listening to Bob Marley. 
<laughs> yeah, that makes so, sense. Early nineties, yep, you know. Yep, yep. Fast forward a few years, you're driving a Jeep around a campus. Dave Matthews band. Dave Matthews band is coming <laughs> yep, out of that all those day. speakers. Yeah. <laughs> the ants marching comes on, you crank yeah. those snare hits. So wow. obviously those are examples of kind of white bros <laughs> with Jeeps, which is a large contingency of yep, the that's true. the population that buys you're, them. You're, you're not a white bro, Matt. Oh, thank you. Yep. <laughs> You're like, I don't know what to do with that. I'm just a regular bro. (laughs) This is written by Babyface. Okay. And produced by Babyface. So it only has a guitar, synthesizer, and drum machine. I like the the cadence in that second verse where she's like, do not want to participate in silly conversations. Had no time for new relationships. I appreciate that. Yeah. I'm going to make it rhyme. T-Boz. I guess she was kind of the main lead singer. Yeah. Is that the... Okay. Interestingly, Left Eye is known for rapping mainly, mm-hmm. but she, from what I've read, is mm-hmm. the primary writer for okay. the band. Okay. Like she collaborated on a lot of these tracks right. with like Dallas, Austin, old Rio Grande. <laughs> the old El Paso bandit himself. <laughs> Does he have kids? Let's look it up if he has kids and name them. All right, Dallas. Oh, okay, he has a son named Tron. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> he had a son with Chili. Oh. Okay. That's all we know. Yeah. He does have three children. I was really hoping they were named... Houston. Yeah. Waco. Waco. (laughs) I really like this track. I feel like it's pretty underrated. You don't hear it when you think about TLC. No, you don't. It's a fun track. Got a good groove to it. Great mixtape song. This end up on any of your mixtapes? I didn't have the album, so... Okay. I wasn't aware of it, but it would have been... Totally. ...a great mixtape song. I mean, it's no Freak Me. It probably would have counterbalanced Freak Me nicely. It probably would have. <laughs> I, don't want to call, I don't want to come on too strong. Yeah. I mean. I'm just digging on you. I'm just digging on you. We're just going to the park. It also probably isn't quite at the level for a mixtape song as the goat. Baby, I've been searching like everybody else. <laughs> yeah, man. Where's the goat go on a mixtape for the 90s? You book in mixtapes, you start and end with the goat. But no, you don't want stupid walking in Memphis. The, uh, you're just going True Companion. Oh, that's man. what I'm saying. Both True Companion. Oh, start, start and finish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In case you weren't clear the first time. Yeah. I want to be your True Companion. Don't you dare try and walk away. Gosh, stalker. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is a great track. I love it. Next, we are going to bypass their single red light special because it's a family show let's get to it this is why i'm here folks Thank you. 
I never really, honestly, before this week, paid attention to really what the lyrics were. It's a serious song. It's a super serious song. I think that's part of why it really resonated with yeah. people. <laughs> Clearly, I, I was completely oblivious. <laughs> hey, it's got a good beat. Hey, yeah, waterfalls. Oh, man, waterfalls. Cool. Let's go down in the swimming hole. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go climb the water tower. <laughs> Swim around in it. Did you ever, did you, we've never, talked about that. We have talked about that. I never did that. I'm obsessed with people in small towns climbing water towers. <laughs> <laughs> For me, it's just like if you lived in a small town, that's what you did. You have two options. You either like swim in it or you like graffiti it. Yeah. yeah. This song shares elements with Paul McCartney's song of the same name. I saw that. And I think even McCartney commented on it. Yeah, I think there's a line that's very similar. Yeah. Paul McCartney's song opens with, don't go jumping waterfalls. Please keep to the lake. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's not close Very at all. similar. Let's look up Paul's version. Don't go jumping waterfalls. Please keep to Okay, Paul McCartney, McCartney 2 in 1980. <laughs> I guess there's a little bit of that similar theme of... Waterfalls water, are dangerous. Waterfalls are dangerous. You know, don't make bad choices. You know. Yeah. Oof, that was bad. Yeah. <laughs> Paul, we love you, but <laughs> yeesh. This thing won Grammys. Mm-hmm. This is their biggest hit ever. Huge. Still pertinent and relevant and just as good today. Yeah, man. It's such a great song. My kids are sick of it. Are they? Because I love it so much. Really? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's good message. It's good parenting, Matt. It is good. All I right. Mean, I mean, it, it, and it's easy parenting. You're like, kids, <laughs> I don't really want to deal with this today. So just, you're going to sit here. You're going to listen to a song. Yeah. Don't Got a be, message for you. Don't be like Lil and just enjoy the beat and never know what the song's about. <laughs> I've printed out the lyrics. Yeah. You should read it through it. Read it out the lyrics. <laughs> like they can't watch them on the TV or whatever. Oh, <clears throat> Matt, there's a British girl group called Stoosh. <laughs> I went to high school with Stoosh. Yeah, you Man, did. He, he was a oh, jerk. your bud. Stoosh was always climbing up water towers. Let's see Stoosh's version. She just can't touch. Hello. Oh, some scratching. Oh, yeah. Let's go to the chorus. That sounds like the first version right. that someone but, then took yeah. and improved right. with the DLC version. But it's not bad. At least they're not like, we're going to slow it down and yeah. make it. But that's an example of cover songs that we talk about. Mm-hmm. Either you stick to the original right. Right. perfectly. But you're not improving it. Or you're completely reinventing it. Mm-hmm. And the problem with this is that the production on the original is so good and so unique mm-hmm. that... Anything else you do, it sounds like a karaoke right. version. Yeah, that's sorry, fair. stoosh. <laughs> Not here for it. Remember the video for this? Mm-hmm. They were kind of like 
the liquid person from yeah. the Terminator. Yeah, that's like, right. That was weird. It was weird. We just didn't have the technology no. for it to be good. No, no. So we got we got issues of gang violence, HIV. Mm-hmm. What's interesting to me is like 1995, it would have still been pretty relevant and topical and in the news, but you rarely hear talk about AIDS and HIV anymore. No, that's right. It's, it's incredible because... We're both of the age where we can remember where it was like... So scary. This is going to take everyone and all the uncertainty. And you know, early on, no one knew how it was spread or how you could get it. And yeah, it's awful time. Both for the reality of it and also the stigma. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get to... Um, we've talked about Left Eye a little bit, but mm-hmm. let's get to her rap. baseline on this song is so good yeah left eye was great man you couldn't have tlc without her otherwise you are some ways just in the same vein as in vogue and mm-hmm. these like powerful singing girl R&B. groups yeah yeah she definitely gave them an edge again one of the primary songwriters mm-hmm. she wasn't just an mc she yeah. was a really talented musician and writer she seemed to have a vision for a lot of these songs and and how they should have gone mm-hmm I completely forgot about how, what a big deal it was that she sort of replaced an eye, a patch with a, a condom at one point over her eye. Oh, that was her whole thing. Yeah. She didn't replace a patch. All the girls promoting safe sex on their first album right. had condoms all over their outfit, okay. pinned on, and she kept it going. She had it in her glasses and then it kind of became her look. Gotcha. At the time, I remember interpreting that as like a kind of gimmicky, mm-hmm. but apparently like she and the band they were trying to promote safe, safe sex, sex yeah. you know in a time mm-hmm. of aids and mm-hmm. a time of teen pregnancy or whatever mm-hmm. so it seemed like she was pretty sincere so waterfalls was seven weeks at number one on billboard wow that's pretty that's a good, good good little run there yeah five days before waterfalls reached number one tlc declared bankruptcy what uh, part of it was medical for t-boz she suffers from sickle cell anemia okay. But also, back to what I said earlier, mm-hmm. those deals that they signed for production, management, right, like everything. Because mm-hmm. then the record company would then charge them for every expense mm-hmm. on tour. And so they were making nothing. Everything they made went back, back to, to the, record the record company. So the bigger they got and the more they toured, the more bankrupt they became. Jeez. Yeah. They finally got out of the management, but Pebitone, they couldn't get out of that. Wow. They wouldn't have become big without L.A. Reid mm-hmm. and Dallas Austin right. and Pepitone, like all yeah. that. So I'm not like, oh, these poor victims, you know, you've, yeah. I don't know, man. I hate just deals that are going to be so one-sided. Mm-hmm. So much of it's a crapshoot and taking a chance and you're taking a flyer on this act that may or may not make it. And so on one hand, you know, Pepitone and L.A. Reid, like they're putting some skin in the game early on probably. And there's, you know, for every TLC that makes it, there's 
stoosh and there's you know yeah. there's, there's like a thousand acts that just never make it anywhere and you know, those are the acts that record companies and, and agencies lose money on yeah it's um, complex yeah but history seems to point to record companies always coming out on top yeah you know yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that's where you kind of wish that it was a little more balanced mm-hmm. now we're at the point in the epipod where we challenge one another if you had to remove a song which one would it be and so matt it's too easy to say what would tlc do she would burn your house down so (laughs) i kind of hate that that's all she's known for right so they would be giving you advice on which contract to sign there you go early in your career unless you took a song off of crazy sexy cool so Mm -hmm. if you had to matt which song would it be this one was tough because i'm not as intimately familiar with all the songs Mm -hmm. but we've talked about before the kind of toss away things I, like initially i was like well get rid of interlude because then you start the album with creep and mm-hmm. but i think you have to have interlude and if you're gonna get rid of any interlude mm-hmm. i would get rid of sexy yeah yeah it was between that one or just intermission lewd i think that's what i would get rid of is either in intermission lewd or sexy interlude just because okay to me they're, they're such throwaways i agree i like fife dog starting mm-hmm. off mm-hmm. And I like Buster Rhymes all the time. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think I would take off if I was your girlfriend. Huh. It's cover of Prince. It's a weird Prince thing. Mm-hmm. It's great when it, it's a Prince right. thing. Right, when Prince does it. Yeah. I don't know. It just didn't feel like it added anything. Which album recently were we talking about? It was Adele 21. Mm-hmm. What, what, oh, yeah. What does she, she cover? She covers a Love Song. Love Song. And that just feels so as an afterthought and just i really like the song so i want to do it and yeah it, it doesn't fit the album is great without it that's a good point i could see that with if i was your girlfriend all right now it's time for your senior quote it's your senior year your pictures in the yearbook and you get to choose a quote that represents the journey you've been on the road that lies ahead or anything else crazy or inside jokey yep. that you want to say. Matt, what would your senior quote be? If I'm thinking about what's that inside joke I want to send to Stoosh and Mickey and <laughs> Dank Man and all, all the boys, I think it would be from Case of the Fake People. Goodbye, goodbye to all the fake people in my life. I never wanted you around me, so be on your way now. Dang. Yeah, I'm out of here, people. You're sticking it to the haters on your way <laughs> That's out. That's right. What about you? What's your senior quote? Matt, I graduated in 94, so it's about that time. Yep. And if this album had been out, I could just see how many people did this. But it's just classic, man. Okay. I have to go with, don't go chasing waterfalls. Please stick to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to. Yeah. I'm giving some advice to the next class. Underclassmen. Yeah, the underclassmen. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. Learn, learn, learn from me. I'm, I'm dropping some wisdom. I'm wise in my old age of 17, 18. 18. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen things, people. Yeah. Stevens is for the children. As always, we love engaging with the listeners on social media, whether it's Twitter and Instagram, at Finest Work Songs. You can also check us out on Facebook or on our website, finestworksongs.com. Keep those emails coming to us, finestworksongs at gmail.com. Matt, my only regret with doing this album is that it did not contain arguably their greatest song. Sure. We're going out today on TLC, No Scrubs.
Our theme song is by the incredible band Medium Heat. This track is called Radio, and you should check them out at mediumheat.bandcamp.com. And check out any upcoming shows if you are in the Raleigh area. They are on Facebook at Medium Heat Music. 